0: Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren
1: Gray and Rebecca Salem. Rebecca, happy birthday to us.
2: Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, dear us. Happy birthday to us. Yay! Yay! I was about to be like millennial pause.
1: Millennial pause. I, I know that's that's totally a thing now. I'm like, do we do that? We pause.
2: We're millennials. Well, <laughs> we're okay. You're a
1: millennial. It. I am a Gen Xer okay. barely, but I am in the micro generation. I just recently found that out. Like a a zennial, you know. I was like, Ooh. oh, I feel special. I'm technically a Gen Xer, but it's like I'm at the tail end of Gen X. So, but anyway. It's our birthday, guys. We've made 100 episodes. I'm so excited. Also, we haven't had a chance to properly celebrate Rebecca's one-year anniversary on the show. Yay!
2: Yay! We've been together for a year, Lauren. I know.
1: Paper is is the traditional anniversary gift. I'll work something out for you. I promise.
2: Oh, thank you. I I can get you something made out of paper, too.
1: I mean, stickers are basically paper. They are basically paper. I would love stickers, as you know. We're going to talk about like backbox moments and we'll kind of recap this year and just talk about, you know, where we started at and then where we're at today. But we are just so excited that all of you have joined us. This is our 100th episode. Now, I know some of you that are, you know, sticklers, they're like, Lauren, there's more than a 100 episodes. Technically, yes. But that was because the, those special episodes didn't count as main episodes. So they
2: were like special one off episodes. They're like Spinoffs. Like spinoffs. Like, you know. It's like it's- the private practice of the Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. Like, they're respectable. They're their own thing. But they're not part of the main, like, you know, the main count. So that's why this is
1: officially the 100th episode. So, And I'm so excited Rebecca's here. And we were kind of going back and forth on whether we wanted to have guests. But we decided we're just going to talk amongst ourselves. Um, we've had a, a weird summer. And at least I have.
2: it has <laughs> been weird. It's been a summer. It has been, been a summer. It's been such a summer. It's been hot. It's been oh, dry.
1: so hot so hot but we're gonna we're gonna talk some pinball and we're gonna do a little bit of news then we'll do a little bit of like flashback and it'll be fun it's gonna be totally fun so happy 100th episode
2: it's gonna be just a super chill time
1: it is gonna be a super chill time i'm excited all right, pinball news. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So much news. There's so much news. So I mean, kind of. Like, big news. Well, today, we are recording on September 1st. Uh, Thursday, September 1st. And today, da, da, da. TNA 2.0. Jazz hands. So, Rebecca, please tell me what your process was to uh, obtain your TNA 2.0. Because you better have bought one. Because I'm really sad you sold your other one.
2: <laughs> Salty. Uh, so... My process was to set an alarm at 9 a.m., sleep until 9.40, and then actually Jordan did it all, so uh, it really didn't matter what I did. <laughs> My process was roll out of bed, walk downstairs, thank Jordan for getting me a Red Bull in the morning, and then he just did type, 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 uh, 10 a.m. rolled around, bam, and I think, and our order number is like number 14. Oh, so, Nice yeah yeah we didn't even have to like super stress about it and so i'm super excited it looks really nice i like the super sparkly armor yeah the armor
1: is beautiful
2: like i feel like scott was like hey let's zazz it up for becca and lauren and uh make this super glittery armor
1: you know i love bedazzle y'all know i like glitter i mean we both like glitter
2: it it looks pretty. It looks pretty. So I don't know when they're. Gonna, I don't know any other details of like shipping or anything. They literally like there have been rumors for a really long time about a second run of TNA with all the goodies. We've been talking about it for a year, like practically. Like, yeah. And we had when we had Scott on. He like carrot on a stick
1: flirted with the idea you know like he was like i hope they make another one you know da da da. da. so you know it's it's exciting i think it's a good move for spooky i mean mm-hmm. who am i like i'm a big old nobody but like i think it's a good move it's a machine that sold well it's incredibly popular uh, it makes sense that they would do a second run of it and then i like the fact that it's not just the armor they did so many other updates and mods and they've made tweaks to it so it doesn't feel like well this is just they're
2: just rerunning it it's It's got a little bit extra. They made it a fancy rerun. And since, like, they made TNA, which was, like, their first, not, like, their first game that they put out, but, like, it's one of the games that, like, was early in, like, the creation of Spooky and, like, what, like, granted Spooky success. And, you know, you got some hot glue in there and, like, so I feel like it's one of those things, like, since the first iteration of TNA, we've seen them, like, grow and, like, in their skill at, like, manufacturing and assembly. So, and, like, you know, their play fields and stuff. So, my hope is, is and what I'm excited for is it's basically, like, TNA, but, like, Nasser. It's, like, name brand TNA. Not that they, the other ones aren't, like, name brand, but, like, it's, like, when you get a new handbag. It's, like, a new purse. Um, but it's a pinball uh, machine.
1: It's a pinball machine.
2: Like, and it's nice and it's shiny and it's new and everything like works.
1: And only people who carry purses will understand. But you know, when you get a new purse and you look inside of it and the lining's all nice and clean, it's not gritty and p- full of pen marks and just sad. And you're like, what has happened to the inside of my
2: like purse? half a cookie? <laughs>
1: yeah, there's like half a crumbled cookie, like a cracker. You're like, I don't even know how that cracker got there. And like a pen probably like exploded. No. It's brand new, just like the new TNA 2.0.
2: Like, it's nice. We buy a lot of used games. It's also nice. And like and we bought our TNA used, it's also nice to get something like <gasps> fresh. Oh, I'm waving my hands. I don't hands. know if there's such a thing as like new pinball smell. Like it's like new car smell or new purse smell. Like that like fresh leathery goodness, mm. which I don't know. I'm like, I haven't smelled my purse recently. I think at this point it smells like Vegas. Oh my
1: God. When you go into like a purse store and it smells like... It smells like cow. I'm sorry, my vegan friends, which I'm flirting with. That's a different podcast. But um, I there is the smell of new leather, and you're like, oh, it smells like cow. Mm. But I I am incredibly excited. I like was waving my hands frantically because I was like, oh, can I come to your unboxing? I think that would be so exciting.
2: We should take pictures. Oh, we'll take pictures. I'm so we'll take pictures. We'll we'll hug it. Yeah, it'll be and so gonna, pretty. Like pet it, really nice. Yeah, exactly. Love it and squeeze it and call it George. Well, it'll be like our actual child. Um, <laughs> this is our baby.
1: Isn't she beautiful?
2: Oh, my gosh. It's our rainbow TNA or like, you know, just like rainbows and happiness and unicorns. Yeah. It'll be beautiful. Uh, I mean, y'all you, you know I'm like a sick fan
1: of like Scott's and of TNA. It's the intro music to the show. It wasn't originally the intro music to the show, but it is now and it has been for quite some time. So we are huge fans of TNA. Congratulations to Scott. Congratulations to Spooky. And I cannot wait to like go and like treat your machine as mine. <laughs> okay.
2: Cause I, I was Lauren, like, Lauren, you know, you're always welcome. I know. But
1: yeah, I was like, I got excited for like a hot second because I was like, oh, maybe I'll get one. I was like, I'm poor and also I live in like the world's tiniest like hobbit apartment. So like I there's nothing no pinball machines for me right now. But that's okay. But
2: I we will put include a link in the show notes. It's okay. We've established Lauren that pinball machines I I said it today, pinball machines are temporary, but our friendships are forever. It's true. It's true. Except for the people who were like, I can't believe you sold TNA, you're never my friend ever again. But you didn't do that to me. I did not
1: forsake our friendship. I was salty. No. But I did not forsake our friendship.
2: (laughs) No. Rebecca's fired. (laughs)
0: Rebecca, why? Why would you do that?
2: But... It's okay. We're okay. Because we get the fancy version now. We upgrade it. You guys are going to get the super fancy upgraded version. I'm very excited. We're fancy. We're going to play with our pinkies out. I'm so
1: fancy.
2: Where do go? Oh, I don't want to get royalties. <laughs> I don't want to get hit
1: with royalties. Oh, my gosh. So, But it, we'll include a link in the show notes that will break down all of the things about the new TNA. And, again, big woohoo and congratulations, and we're super excited about it. Yay! Yay! The other big news, this happened, oh my God, this dropped right after we did our last episode with Lynn. (laughs) Because of course it does. Because of course it does, right. Uh, The 2023 IFPA Women's World Pinball Championships has been announced. It is going to be held March 18th and 19th at our friend Jack Danger Studio, Dead Flip Studios in Chicago, Illinois. We are so excited about this. Uh, First of all, I love the fact that this event is a completely separate, independent event. It doesn't need another another event to hang off of. It's
2: not tacked on exactly on
1: like it's special. It is special, and it doesn't have to be squeezed in on some random, you know, tail end of a show.
2: Eight a.m. on Sunday mornings.
1: Yeah, you know, and I appreciate the fact that we do have what we have. But this is nice. This this honestly makes me feel special. Like. We're having our own event. It's a standalone thing. People are going to go. It's incredibly exciting. The championship next year is for women who are earning points, Whopper points between January 1st and December 31st of this year, 2022. The player field is expanding from 24 to 32 participants. And it's going to draw from the... 16 top competitors based on performance in open events and 16 top competitors based on performance in women's events. So for for those of you who may not know, obviously we have two different ranking systems. We have a women's only ranking system. So when you go to IFPA, you can click on the button that says women or says open. And you obviously know if you've competed in open events or women's events. But they're going to be taking the top 16 from both, which I think is really exciting. I primarily play in women's events. I have no luck to ever play in the top 16 in the open side of things. I, I don't play in enough open events to to make those points matter. But Rebecca, you are co- climbing up the women's. I literally
2: am checking my ranking right now. <laughs> I saw
1: her like with her head down and I figured, I'm like, she's probably on IFPA checking her ranking.
2: I can't see it. It's all fuzzy. What does no, it say? No, it's going to be all blurry. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently 34th in women's, like only. Okay. Yeah, women's only. I have a feeling that I'll drop again because there are so many amazing like big events that are going on for women's pinball. There was that there was the Wizard World Open that happened in Indiana. That just happened in Indiana, um, which looked super amazing. And I'm definitely planning to go to next year. <laughs> Lauren.
1: Yeah, that looks really cool. And I feel like a trip to Indiana is like doable and would not be terribly expensive.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming that we're going to share a hotel room or sleep on someone's floor. I'm down with that. Yeah, and like fly in on Spirit Airlines um, and live out of a backpack. <sighs> um, Lauren, we're going to have to live out of a backpack. It's just, we're just going to have to do Ugh, it.
1: You know how I am. I'm so
2: extra. We're poor, Lauren. This is our life now. I hate being poor. Help me, I'm poor. Lauren referred to me, by the way, as she said that I was on a whopper run. (laughs) I did say she was on a whopper run. You told me I was on a whopper run today. And I'm like, no, I'm on a whopper walk.
1: (laughs) Walk. We we refer to it as a whopper mall walk, you know, like some heavy Mm -hmm. power walking. Mm -hmm. We'll get you a bedazzled like tracksuit. It'll be really cute.
2: Yeah, like, with some really great, like, sketchers. Oh, some sketchers, like, foamy sketchers. Yeah, I'm I'm the Whopper Mall Walker, because I haven't gotten into any planes. I haven't, like, flown out of state specifically for tournaments. I am going to Expo, but that's, like, a whole other thing. I was already going to Expo before I realized, and I did look, and I'm just saying, I know there's a tournament on the 16th, and I know there's a tournament the Wednesday after that, and I know that there's a women's tournament, you know, actually at Expo, So, like, I mapped because I'm missing – also, I will say I have to miss two tournaments in San Antonio because I'm going to be on a cruise because I guess we have to go – we're going on an amazing vacation that is really amazing and actually I'm super excited for. I sound disappointed right now. But I'm going to go see (laughs) Hemingway Cats with lots of extra toes and we're going to chill at the beach. Anyway, I'm calm. I'm calm. Even if I'm missing two – I'm not – I'm not stressing. I'm being chill. I'm being chill. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen this year. But now I know how to plan. It doesn't happen, but you can climb
1: and you can climb and go to those women's events because it. This seem like there seems to be like there is with the opens. There is a route that you need to take, and like there are particular women's events that you need to attend yes. to really make a dent in the the women's ranking. And I was looking at the top sixteen right now, and seven of those women have been on the show, uh, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. I was like, oh my goodness! I mean, it's crazy. Who are we missing? I, I, well, we're missing Cassidy, Leslie, Jane, Kaylee, Campbell. Mm-hmm, Actually, mm-hmm. we had
2: eight. We should get Cassidy. We should get Cassidy. Um, we should get Cassidy. Welcome to our planning po- episode, you guys. I think I've asked her. Yeah, I know, right?
1: A hundredth episode is us just like deciding the plan. Who's next? But we have we've had so many amazing women on, and um, I think this is a great segue, Rebecca, because you know we're gonna plan for next year, and. This event is taking place the weekend before TPF, which if Rebecca makes it, I know she's going to go. But for me, it oh, was yeah. kind of like a p- travel planning like nightmare because I'm like, oh, uh. I, was, I was like, Dallas is already expensive. And I was like, and then Chicago to Dallas, like home, da- Chicago, Dallas. If funds come in, like it may happen, but... It's more likely for me, no, but I'd love to go and like commentate or just go and hang out because I'm like, I'm definitely not hitting the top 16. I am 92. I'm happy to be in the top 100.
2: You cracked 100, girl. That is
1: impressive in and of itself. I know. I'm like, and that was a lifelong dream. That was a dream for me. That was a personal achievement, achievement unlocked. Uh, Very excited. But I know I won't (laughs) Make it to the worlds, t- and I'm totally fine with that. But you know who is probably gonna be at the worlds because she is number one right now mm-hmm. is our girl, Miss Pin Tips herself, Carrie Wing. Woohoo! Yes! She's awesome. But now we're gonna join our friend and the host of Pin Tips with Carrie,
0: Miss Carrie Wing. Hi, my name is Carrie Wing. I'm from Kansas City, and I'm a competitive pinball player, among other things. This is a game that probably everyone has played. It is called Attack from Mars. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have played it, and you may already know the rules pretty well. But, as you know, there's different strategies you can do, and this is kind of an interesting one. So... I would suggest being open to different strategies and being able to adapt depending on how the game is playing. So your three main things on Attack from Mars are Saucers, Multiball, and Total Annihilation. Now for Saucers, it's decent points. It's just one shot that you need to master. It's a fairly easy shot, but it's a dangerous return. Another thing on Saucers is you can hold your left flipper, full plunge it, and hit the Saucer, and it will knock down that dangerous target bank right away. So if you're doing saucers, the super skill shot is probably a good idea. Um, ball on s- factory settings, it's only four shots. So if the game you're playing is on factory settings and you'll be able to tell by if it makes you relight your lock between locks or not, factory settings is pretty easy to get to the multiball. Four shots, you only have to dial in one shot. And once you lock a ball, it'll send it to your left flipper, and you can usually ski pass it over to your right and just go right back in the lock. Once you get into multiball, every shot is a jackpot. You've got a ball save going, and then there's a nice grace period if you light your super jackpot but don't get it right away and you drain. You have like a pretty long grace period to get it. So multiball is really nice if you can get it started. Now, if it is on hard settings, which I do see in tournaments fairly frequently, it basically makes it so it takes six shots instead of four just to start your multiball. So that might weigh into your decision on what strategy you're going to play. The third main feature is total annihilation, which is 12 shots, three of each orbit and three of each ramp. Um, The nice thing about this strategy is you're getting points along the way, no matter what. Every time you hit a ramp or orbit, orbit, you get points. And then each time you complete three shots on a ramp or orbit, you light a hurry up at the center shot. Now, something that not everybody might know is if you just avoid hitting those hurry ups and just save them, and you start your Total Annihilation, you get a billion points. Which is a nice little bonus. Uh, I would like a billion points when I'm playing Attack from Mars. So anyway, depending on how the game is set up, you might want to play it differently. I've seen people, if they aren't comfortable with some of the shots for whatever reason, maybe they're having trouble with the lock shot, or maybe it's set up difficult, or they're having trouble with a ramp, they might go saucers, because they know for sure they can hit it. Now, multiball, like I said, is nice if it only takes four shots, and if you can p- ski pass it over, you got the shot down, why not? Total Annihilation is nice because of the points along the way, and then the possibility of a huge billion shot. Now, I was just playing this with Escher Lefkoff recently, who is, you know, he's a pretty good player. And it was funny because it was an Attack from Mars remake, which he is not as comfortable on as he is on the classic, or the original. And I play the remake all the time, so I didn't really think about it. And he decided he was going to go the conservative strategy saucers all day. And I was like, what? You are crazy. (laughs) I'm not doing that. And he was nice about it. He even suggested it to me. He was like, I played this game earlier. It's hard. I just suggest saucers. And I was like, okay, you can do that. I'm going to do the multi ball because it's on factory settings. It's only four shots. It's not set up. You know, it wasn't super tilty or anything like that. So he played saucers, he got an early lead, and at ball three, I cashed in my multiball and I passed him. So I was happy with my strategy. He was like, okay, you know, he went that time. He was nice about it. We joked about it a little bit. Well, we ended up playing that exact same attack from Mars, like, three months later at a different tournament at District 82. Same copy of the game. <laughs> he comes in, he's like, I'm doing saucers. I'm like, Why? <laughs> And I'm like, you are not convincing me. I am sticking with multiball. You can do your saucers. He did it. Same thing happened. He got an early lead. I cashed in my multiball. I passed him. I think I also played Total Annihilation that time. He stayed afterwards, played the game again, got Total Annihilation, and got 4000000000 billion. I'm like, see? <laughs> so... By the way, Escher is a fantastic player and a fantastic person. I think it's funny that this even happened. But yeah, it just kind of reignited my internal debate on how to play Attack from Mars. More recently, I tried to do the same thing on a different Attack from Mars, and I actually ended up playing Total Annihilation because I had trouble with the lock shot on hard settings. So pay attention to the settings, pay attention to how each one plays, and choose your strategy accordingly.
1: Oh my gosh. I you know what? Like Carrie is so amazing. Like sh- I was talking to somebody about Carrie and I was like, Carrie is just so cool under pressure. Like she's like so chill. You know, you see some players, and I think however you play is fine. Like some people really get into it. You gotta
2: watch out for kicking. You have to watch out for like sweaty palms. Like there's lots of things that happen. Swear words. That's my problem. Apparently, I apparently was swearing. I had no idea. <laughs>
1: But she is like just this like like the cool collected cucumber. She just like sits there, reads her book, and then she's like, Okay. And she just gets up and does her thing and you're like, ah. but all of the women in the top sixteen, they're all amazing. And like I've said, like half of them have been on the show. A lot of them have sat at number one at some time in the past, you know, year or two, it's been a weird thing because a lot of women lost points because of COVID because your, mm-hmm. y- your points go over, is it two years, I believe? I think it's like two years. Yeah. yeah. So your points go collect over two years. So everybody lost points because of COVID. So I feel like this is kind of almost like a reset. So a lot of people mm-hmm. that we maybe haven't seen in the top 100 or even the top 50 um, are getting an opportunity to like climb. So it's, it's really mm-hmm. exciting to to see that. And I just, I can't wait. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing.
2: Well, and I'm super excited because, like, even when I look at, like, rankings, and I know we talked about this, which is, like, the women in Texas are very highly ranked. Like, yes, of course you have your women in Chicago who are, of course, super highly ranked. Yeah, that's a hotbed. It's a hotbed, hotbed, but, like, central. But Texas has turned into a hotbed of women's pinball. Like, the events that I'm going down to when I'm visiting you in San Antonio, it's, like, 30 people. Like they're huge. They are big. I am if I do not win, I still am racking up like five, six points an event, which is nothing to shake your head at.
1: I, I love talking about like my my Bells League. And you know, it's funny, it's really kind of grown into its own thing. And I think organizers can really understand this when you organize a Bells League, there becomes a point where you know, when you started, it, it's your baby, like this is my baby. My baby is beautiful. And it's perfect. And nobody knows my baby better than me. But there's a point where you can of have to let your baby go and this was the season where I kind of let my baby go um, so I am part of a staff like we have like through me and three other women that help run bells I do not do it on my own anymore uh, I actually my new role as of like this new season that's coming up in September is treasurer I'm not even in charge like not even remotely I'm just in charge of the money and I was like I only ended up as treasurer because nobody else wanted to be treasurer. I was like, "Isn't that always the way it happens?" That's always how that works. (laughs) Nobody wants to be treasurer, secretary, treasurer. Like no one. So I was like, "Fine," but like a lot of the women in Texas and particularly in our league, there's they're ranked. They're in the top 100. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." But I'm so, and I think that you know, as women pinball grows, I every I have women reach out to me regularly you know like maybe mm-hmm. like a couple a month i want to start a bells league how do i do that or i'm like i'm point them to you know our girl tracy i'm like you know down in phoenix i'm like uh she's gonna be the person you want to talk to she's somebody we need to have on the show she's awesome i love her so much
2: tracy and phoenix
1: yes tracy and phoenix all right all right yeah no um i've been trying to get her on for a while now she's awesome but our pilot episode for the, the podcast started in on june 3rd 2019 And then a week later, we had our essentially like episode one was Elizabeth Dronay and Raleigh Palace, who are the bells in Houston. And we've had other bells on over the years. And we've had so many amazing women on the show, amazing people. It's been such an incredible ride. Um, The first, you know. God, 50 or 60 episodes that I did by myself was really just kind of crazy and interesting. And if you've ever started a podcast or have even thought about it, you know, I feel like I'm like Marge Simpson's sister sitting over there with a cigarette, like being like, I'll tell you how to start a podcast. But uh, it, it was a uh, rocker. Yeah, in my rocker. Like, just like, I love to tell you. After
2: you finished a really Selma. refreshing mall walk.
1: Yeah, exactly. Milwaukee's beast. Um, but it's <laughs> it, it's been an incredible ride. And I said this when Rebecca came on the show and I've said it. You know, I've I said it when we were at the panel at Pintastic, having Rebecca come on the show was a real game changer for me. I enjoy doing all of the shows, but it's been so helpful to have somebody here to kind of share, you know, the things that we do here on the podcast, because there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. And then also you know, be able to have somebody to bounce ideas off of has been really, really awesome. But I've loved all of our guests. We've had such amazing guests. And, you know, over the years, we've had to talk about not so fun stuff. But most of the time, it's fun. It's totally fun. You know, we've had a couple of guests come on repeatedly. I know uh, Deborah and Laura, Laura Fraley, Deborah Tallman. They're working towards their sparkle jackets. Kate, Kate Martin. Kate Martin's also in that in that hunt. I would love to like somehow like one day, you know, a couple years down the road, there'd be many sparkle jackets. Like, look at them. They're all like, you know, it's like a special club. It's awesome.
2: And I just finished uh, chatting with Beck from Hub Challenge. And oh. uh, I feel she's been on twice. So I feel like we could work her up to a, to a sparkly jacket at some point, too.
1: We could. So for, for our newer listeners, I, you know, it was kind of a, a running gag uh, when Laura Fraley, I think, had been on like for the third time. I mentioned, you know, it's going to end up turning like into an SNL thing where, you know, you hit the like the five episode marker and it's kind of a big deal. So I said, whoever reached the five episode mark on the fifth episode, we would get you a glitter jacket. And for those of you who have never seen us in person or seen our pictures on uh, socials, we have sequin jackets that Rebecca and I wear to pretty much everything. Everybody loves them. And also they say it's very easy to find us on an expo floor. They're like, we know exactly where you are. I'm like, yes. Which is great
2: because I wander off all the time.
1: Same, same. I'm like that kid you lose in the mall. So it's been it's been such an amazing ride. You know, doing this 100th episode, it was more like, you know, was I going to do like recaps like and I was like, well, I was like, you know, all of those episodes stand on their own. Uh, some of them were so much fun to record. Some of them were really interesting. I've gotten to meet so many amazing people, make all these friends. That's like been the best part is that as, you know, COVID has lifted, cause this, we, I kind of rolled into COVID when I started in mid 2019. And, you know, being able to meet all these people in person has just been so amazing. I mean, my favorite one of my favorite moments recently is when I saw Kate at Pintastic, Kate Martin, and I literally was like running around a gazebo trying to hug her because I had been a while since I had seen her. And it was just so awesome. And, And those are the kind of friendships you make in pinball and especially in women's pinball, I think.
2: It really is. And I think that it's something where without like this podcast is amazing. And then when I think about like, pinball and women's pinball in particular it's the community that you get to grow from it and the community that I got to connect to from it like without you know like I got really lucky in the people that I got to connect to it's like I got to connect with Jen who is an amazing friend of mine and Jen Ruper. Jen Rupert and like we've been able to connect with so many people just from this podcast and do so many great things from it and I forgot to even mention like other really cool things that have happened like within Bells which is I know Lauren I felt so bad because you just kind of like missed it um (laughs) Anna, Neil, and Rebecca, and Taylor, and Aaron, Uh, and all those bells in Chicago. Anna, I mean, has really been spearheading this campaign.
1: Yeah, Anna, girl, you give yourself a, I'm giving you a high five. High
2: five for you. I know. I'm going to guerrilla interview them. I don't think they even get a choice when I find them up at Expo in October. You're making me really want to go to Expo, like. Because Anna got a booth. I mean, you should go because it's fun. But like, Jack's told Tracy he could she can sleep on his studio floor you can you can probably stay there but like (laughs) everybody there is so hospitable that's a possibility right I'm like yeah can we do that like Tracy's done that before it was cool um I was really jealous it was like oh man but I was also staying at Scott's house and so I was like oh man well everybody's really nice like everybody's really nice Lauren we know enough people you'll be fine no but Anna got this super cool like booth at expo and she had talked to a few people about it which was awesome and but then she just was like i will do it and like she started up a gofundme to just kind of help alleviate the costs because apparently booths are like really expensive
0: booths are super
2: expensive booths are expensive and it funded i think in like Two days, (laughs) two
1: days, y'all. And I saw that on the at the like after the first day on the beginning of the second day, I was like, oh, I should repost this because they're doing a GoFundMe. And by the like the end of the day, it was already funded. I mean, oh yeah, it tells you how much people love and support women's pinball. And I think it's gonna be great to have like a little lady lounge, you know, for all of the bells and and women identifying players to kind of chillax. And, you know, also, you know, I love like Merch Swap. We did that at TPF a bit. And, you know, it's going to be a, a great time. And I have to say thank you so much to Anna.
2: Honestly, if it goes awesome, I want to do this. TPF. is also the formal notification that if there are any Bells Leagues that are listening to this right now that would like to please uh, like part of the funding is for shipping We can pay for shipping for you to put your merch at Expo in October. Um, We will also accept pamphlets or anything that represents your league. You can email us at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. We will sort it out. We will will get your stuff there. So uh, let us know and we will figure it out. We will make it happen. We will also stuff Lauren in that box that we are shipping your T-shirts in. And that is how Lauren will make it to Expo. That's how I will go. So, yeah,
1: I'm in, I'm in a conundrum. I mean, I've got like a cool opportunity. But, um, you know, with COVID and everything, I'm supposed to go, like listeners, I'm supposed to go to Japan for my job, which is awesome. But
2: that has now been... And like, Lauren, you should go to Japan.
1: I know. I mean, Japan and, and Expo. I mean, not
2: that I don't want to go to Expo, but it's for work and they're paying for me to go to Japan for three weeks. Lauren, there is so much fancy stuff in Japan. You will love it.
1: I know, no, I know, but it's just, it's now up in the air because Japan's closed their borders to like traditional travel. You have to go through like a, a business visa. So we're kind of, mm. my, my my company's very small. So uh, we're trying to sort it all out, but we'll see, we'll see. But I'm so excited. If this Bell Booths makes, I think it's going to be setting a precedent for like these larger shows to have like a Bell's presence like as a booth just because it's nice to have a place that's like you know we can chill out it's kind of quiet you know if we needed like a nursing station or something you know we could be there you know whatever
2: but it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it'd be a really loud nursing station but like yeah we'll it would just be a put loud up a curtain. I, but
1: i'm just saying like we'll put up a curtain or something
2: but I, what i'm saying is like I mean, you should a, be able to feed your baby like freely you should. but like you should you know you can feed your baby wherever you want you should but if you want privacy yeah we can have that for you. You can have that. And it's like you this chill space.
1: I, I just I'm very excited about it. And I really hope this works out because I, we, I, we talked about this at TPF, um, how cool it would be to have a Bell's booth. And, you know, now that it's happening for Expo, I'm just so excited about it.
2: Well, and y'all are working on one for Houston, right? Yeah, we're we're sorting maybe. it out
1: on like, it's kind of like in the maybe phase. Like we want to do it, but we're like. Just put your, just start working with me already for one at TPF. Yeah, I think that's kind of what will probably happen. The the booths at TPF are kind of pricey, but um, it'll be nice to have something.
0: Well,
2: but apparently you can do a GoFundMe and it funds in two days. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not doing any swimsuit car washes. Yeah, no. I'm not doing any of those. Unless I can wear, like, a full-on wetsuit. Yeah. I'm like, I I might do a bake sale, maybe, you know, maybe something like that. a bake sale. Bake sale. Mama loves a bake sale. Yeah. All right. Everybody loves a good bake sale. Anyway, we digress. But here's the thing. Would we even be talking about these really cool, huge things three years ago? That's what I was going to say. Like,
1: one of the reasons I started this podcast was because there was this, like, void of representation and conversation about women's pinball that's why I started the podcast. I was like, I want to hear stories about women in my my hobby that I love. And now we're here. And women's pinball has exploded. I mean, are we where I want us to be? No. But we are like well on our way. And I mean, exponentially has just grown. Girl. We're cruising. We got our
2: own Worlds event. I know. It's really exciting. Like, that is awesome. Like, what's next? Our own nationals? Like, our own women's state tournaments? Because, man, if we can get, like, if we can make Worlds happen, or if, you know, like, we could make anything happen. It's true. It's true. And, you know,
1: three years down the road, I mean, I've just, I'm so happy that you've joined me here on this journey Uh, but it's been it's been so much fun it has been a lot of fun you know i was worried that i wouldn't find enough people to talk to and i there's too many like there's so many people that we we want to talk to we could do this for years yeah and not talk to the same people although there's part of me like you know people like laura people like elizabeth cromwell and deborah and like people we've had on several times kate You know, Jessica DiNardo, we love having them on, but we also love talking to all these new people. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know you. Like, I didn't know you 20 minutes ago. And now you're
2: on the show and you're talking about, you know, it's just amazing to me. I was joking today um, because I got to do this really cool thing and I was joking with the guys. So here's a cool thing I got to do today where I don't think this would have happened three years ago. Could be just like the title of the episode, like what wouldn't have happened three years ago. So I got asked to do commentary with Beck from Hub Challenge on the event called the Battle Slam, um, specifically the Women's Battle Royale, the main event of the Battle Slam, which is a pinball battle on virtual pinball between four women on the Data East like wrestling table. And do you, do I do not think this would have happened three years ago? Like absolutely not. And I was joking, and I was just like, thank you, man. You have now given me my next three guests. Um, Because one of them is Lynn in Denver and we already had her on. (laughs) But we're getting to see like all of these people and like, this wouldn't have happened. This wouldn't have happened three years ago. Like, and huge shout out to the people, uh, Game Club Central, Paladin Arcade, Pirate Pone's Ninja, who put that all together. Like, I can't believe that I mean, I can believe because it's happened, but we have, like, we've gained such a supportive community for women in pinball that a bunch of dudes are throwing this virtual pinball smackdown, like, together for us, like, we the main event, like, and and that, I think, is going live on September 16th at 9pm uh, Eastern over on Gabe Club Central's Twitch channel, but how cool is that? Lauren, you could be a contender. I could be a contender. All you need is a computer and a face cam.
1: You know, and I just did our SummerSlam. I, we have a big tournaments every season for our local bells. And I run SummerSlam, which is the wrestling-themed tournament. I have a luchador skirt. Like, it has, like, little, like, luchador prints on it. I, like, really want to get a luchador mask. And I don't know anything about wrestling. I know nothing. Like, I know that, it like, they get to wear cool costumes. I know John Cena. John Cena. That I know John Cena. And I know The Rock, but there's like, and like, oh, oh yeah. And, um, and we know our girl. Yeah. Rebby Hardy. We know who she is. Yeah. I was going to say we know our girl. Uh, but you know, it's, it's always fun. And you're right. Three years ago that I don't think these opportunities would have happened. And, you know, the amount of people and support and. It's just, we have sponsors, like, for the show. We have sponsors. We do. We have Let's amazing sponsors. sponsors. Let's talk about our sponsors. I love our sponsors so much. And I want to give a, a, our main sponsor right now, of course, is District Cutlery, based in Washington, D.C. Derek and the amazing people over there. They were like, we like what you do. We like your content. Derek likes it so much. He joined our Patreon, too. And I'm like, thank you, Derek. And he also liked my description of the hotel at
2: Pentastic I laughed. Good. It was a fantastic description of the hotel at Fantastic. It
1: was. You, and if you want to know what that description is, you should listen to the last episode because it was really funny.
2: Or like the episode before, like 98. Which yeah. is great. I've been getting messages on Facebook calling me Finger Girl. So, um, you know, so that's <laughs> been lovely. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been great. I'm like, yep, that's me. But it's,
1: you know, it's, it's those things kind of, you know, I love when people come up to me and that's why I always tell people, you know, listeners, listeners. Come up to us. Say hello. We love it. Like, we get so excited when you tell us how much you love the show or that you enjoy the content. You know, I, I know that we have listeners, obviously, because y'all come up. But at the same time, like... I don't realize that how many people listen because and then just and I'm like, oh, they're just people we know. It's like random people like all over. Like one of my favorite stories is how my friends, the Rotmans went to go buy a pinball machine in like a like a podunk town outside of Houston. And some guy was like, you know, hey, and the Rotmans mentioned that they had to come and meet me for something. And then he's like, Lauren, Lauren from the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Yeah, I love that show. (laughs) They're like, we're in the middle of nowhere.
2: We made it, Lawrence. <laughs> Once you've made it into rural Texas, we've made it. We've
1: totally made it. It, you know, with people, with people I consider who are big in our hobby, like, oh, we love your show. You <laughs> love it. It's so nice. It's
2: like when Josh Sharp told me he listened. I was like, I enjoyed when Carl started. Carl D'Angelo started giving me crap about when we were going to air stuff, and I was like, Carl. I was like, these people, like, people I consider, like, huge. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they (gasps) listen to the show. Like, they listen to the
1: show. Uh, You know, and when we did the Twippies, we were like, we were at the Twippies. We're already planning our outfits for next year, y'all. It's, Mm -hmm. we have have plans. But all of these amazing things wouldn't have happened unless I had started the show. And then bringing you on, you know, again, like, it's Backbox 2.0. It's, you know, it's kind of that next
2: evolution. Backbox Revised box plus the streaming plus, service plus plus yeah
1: <laughs> oh, but it's just been such an amazing ride and i i cannot thank you enough for for joining me here on this crazy Aww. journey and then also think of all of our amazing guests that have been on the show uh it's just been it's it's just been awesome it's just been awesome it, but, it has been yeah It's, it's been wild yeah, uh, but you know, we we kind of diverted from our ad, but uh, I really want to make sure oh, that yeah, sponsors. yeah, we were we were talking about our sponsors, but sorry, we we got I it was because he had we got, we, we just, we got feelings we caught some we caught some feelings, but district cutlery. Pinball 25 is going to be the c- promo code you want to use for 25% off sharpening services from District Cutlery. They sell amazing knives. If you need knives, like I know you got those sad knives like from college um, and they're like in a drawer, like all clankety clank together. Don't don't live that life. Don't live that life. Derek and the amazing people at District Cutlery can help you out, get your knife game, like raise your knife game. And then also, if you got like nice knives that have not been sharpened, uh, you could do it yourself, but you would probably be more. You, you can know. pay the guy at the farmer's market. Yeah, there's that weird squirrely guy at, at the, the farmer's market. You know, it's like, hmm, it's like. I would just rather send it to Derek and you know and they do an amazing job they went to Japan and studied all kinds of cool stuff but District Cutlery Pinball 25 that's why you gotta go to Japan Lauren I know and going to see like Knife World it's gonna be amazing Mm. but thank you so much to District Cutlery Uh, we've had other sponsors in the past of course Forever the Flip all of our amazing Patreon supporters like I couldn't believe people like supporting me on Patreon when I started I was like people are supporting me on Patreon I was like that's amazing, and now <laughs> the charcuterie level, and we've had several people sign up for that. And if you haven't signed up for the charcuterie level, getting them
2: scheduled, we're getting them
1: scheduled. We are. A lot of them are busy with uh, pinball events. Yeah, and, it's true. Uh, who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah, they got pinball stuff going on. But yeah, it's 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 a journey. I can't wait to see what the next hundred holds. Quite honestly, it's it's just been really interesting, and it's been been a super fun ride. You said you had facts about the show. Rebecca.
2: Oh, it was mostly the fact of like I knew exactly what I was doing when your pilot episode like aired, (laughs) um, which I thought was really funny. So June 3rd, 2019 was when your episode aired. And I was just like that first pilot episode. And I was super curious to like see what I was doing like at that moment. So I went to my phone and I like looked it up. I was apparently on a plane. Um, I think I was coming back from Europe on June. June 3rd 2019 but the pictures that I had on my phone that told me what I was doing were the pictures that we took at the pinball museum in Krakow and so I looked at the first thing I see is like me on my knees playing Rocky and Bullwinkle which we have since that picture owned and sold (laughs) also next to which was next to a bad cats (laughs) Like, I think I even have a picture of, like, the Cactus Canyon that was there, which has now since been remade. So it was just a super cool, like, blast from the past of, like, what were we doing then? I don't even think I knew you then, No, we didn't know each other. Like, we did not know each other. We did not, like, connect as, like, peoples until, I think, like, Houston. Yeah. Or maybe, like, October, um, right when our Bells League started up. And so I remember, like, when getting to know you like the whole time I'm like ooh, she has a pinball podcast <laughs> Ooh, it's so cool and now we're friends are like nah yeah and like getting to see everybody like become guests and I'm like ooh, Kelly got to be a guest oh Tracy got to be a guest and I'll never forget I think like when you reached out like when you wanted Jordan and I and I was like do we get to be a guest <laughs> and so it's just really crazy to like where things have gone from like here to there and like or from then to here or I don't know it's fine it's fine it all makes sense eventually right so it was it was just cool it was just really cool and like sentimental to like think about how lives have changed from like June 2019 to now I mean we had a whole pandemic who knew
1: who is expecting that mess to happen
2: yeah like Competitive pinball wasn't even like on my radar in 2019. Like I knew nothing about it at that point. I think we had literally at that point, I don't even know what games that we had. It wasn't, we must have only had spring break. I think that was it. I think we only had spring break. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Like if you go back to 2019, I'm pretty sure that was the only game we had. We got to play one in Vegas, by the way.
1: Oh, how fun. Oh my gosh.
2: We don't need it again. You don't need it again. You're all, we're good. We don't need it again. It's we're, cool. we're fine. It's, cool. it's totally it's fine. fine. It's fine. So, but yeah, and I feel like that's that's where we're at, which is kind of nuts. And I mean, here we are and now we have big plans for the future. We've got expo coming up. We've got guests lined up. We've got, I'm super excited for one of our next guests who we've met before. And so I think it'll have been a, about a year since we met her too. And I feel like it'll be like a full like evolution. So I'm super excited about that. I'm excited for Houston Expo. Man.
1: Yeah, we haven't even ramped up our Houston chatter. Although I'm really excited that Rachel Risto, uh, Miss Ladies Flip Wisconsin, she has been on mm-hmm. the show, she's going to be my roommate in Houston. I'm so excited about it. She's coming. <gasps>
2: Yay! Oh, I'm so glad.
1: And other people have reached out and like, they're like, what is the Houston show like? It's like the best pinball party ever. This is our, uh, uh, as we begin the fall season, we begin our weekly or episodic promo of the Houston Arcade yes. Expo.
2: <laughs> Do you want to listen to Houston, to Houston Arcade Expo like promos? Because we're going to talk about it from I- now until it happens in November. Get ready. You're welcome, Keith. We give you free ads. We can give that dude free <laughs> ads. So hard. Ooh, maybe we can do a panel. Like we should.
1: I'm already like, need to like rethink um, my cooler game. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I don't love the cooler I have right now. I feel like I need to up my cooler game. And I have time, but I am like, I need to rethink snacks and hydration. But, uh, mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm, know, the San Antonio mm-hmm. people, we were uh, talking about this, like me and some of the San Antonio people, me and Christina. And like the San Antonio people, we roll into anywhere with snacks and drinks. And we're like, is there going to be like food? If not, let us know. We will bring our own. We normally bring stuff anyway. <laughs> Uh, we always roll in with snacks, but it's, uh, it's just so much fun. This is my pinball family. And thank you listeners for inviting us into your lives. Uh, each episode, we enjoy your feedback. We enjoy, you know, hearing from you how much you love the show, how much you, you know, how much joy it brings you. You know, it's just me and Rebecca. How many emails you have. Yeah. like, "Mm, mm why'd you, why'd you have to go to that dark place? Why did you have to go to that? I hate spreadsheets. There. Just let's think about that for a minute. I hate spreadsheets. (laughs) Rebecca hates spreadsheets and.
2: (laughs) I hate spreadsheets. I hate them. I hate them. I detest them. Uh,
1: So, but like, there's all these crazy inside jokes now, like spreadsheets. And if you're a fan of the show, you know, when like we talk about how much we hate spreadsheets, you know, the whole email saga, you know, the whole thing about freedom fries and waffle fries, how waffle fries are the only fry. And it's so much fun when I have people reach out to me and they're like, I saw this. I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's totally nice. Love it, I love it so much.
2: So it's amazing, it's amazing. We it's have been great following now. It's all. I was about to be like, it's like a cult, and I'm like, no, it's not
1: a cult. We don't have a cult. <laughs> it's not a cult. No, no, it's a really cool club. It's a really cool club.
2: It's a club for people so, who are cool. Yeah. As uh,
1: somebody who came from the era of uh, Babysitters Club, it's like our own Babysitters Club. I love it so much. Ooh. Yeah, uh, but it's just been, it's just been great. And I know this has just been an episode of us just like you know, rah, rah, but it's, we wanted to take a time to reflect and say, thank you. Did you need 45 minutes of happy, good times? That's today. That's today. It was just us having a good time. Nothing serious, nothing crazy. Us just celebrating our hobby and women in our hobby and those who identify as women. We wanna celebrate everybody. And there are so many more story. there's so, so many stories to tell. We could have a million podcasts. And if you like, I wanna do a podcast. You should do a podcast. Do a podcast. Do a podcast because I know everybody laughs like, so somebody's going to make a podcast. You know what? This is hard. And if you can do this for even 50 episodes, bless you.
2: (laughs) And you do you in the podcast. Exactly. Like, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You don't have to do pinball news. You don't have to do like, you know.
1: You don't have to have a segment.
2: You don't have to have a stick. You don't have to have
1: segments. You don't have to have guests. You can if you want to. The only thing you have to have is a want to do the podcast and a a want to tell a story, a story that somebody wants to listen to, whatever that is, whatever you're into, even if it's not pinball. This medium is a a great way to communicate uh, with people. And I just love it. And I'm just I'm just I'm just happy to be here. And I'm happy to be here with you, Rebecca.
2: Oh, thank you, Lauren. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.
1: Yay. Yay. Uh, so before we wrap up the show, I do want to do a quick shout out for our shirts and also yes. heart emoji to everybody who has bought shirts so far, especially that post from Ryan Clater. We didn't talk about that at all. Do you remember that post? <gasps> oh, you put yes. On there? Like I literally yes. was like going to cry like huge old tears. Like I was like, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Uh, Ryan Clater, um, for those of you who don't know, big pinball enthusiast, big fan of the show. He is so great. And he put this, he took a picture of himself wearing one of our shirts. He bought one. And he talked about allyship and how to support things that you care about and he like call he's like this is how I'm supporting one of my favorite podcasts I'm like this is so nice it's so so nice um but it's been great seeing everybody in their shirts we posted something on Instagram like you know locally
2: several of the girls bought shirts when everybody showed up wearing their shirts on I the know. same day like was- i was going to be like look surprise lauren like we're going to take pictures together and then it was like Everybody's wearing shirts. Yeah, it it was a thing, and it was great, and I loved it. Cause y'all y'all's match game in San Antonio is like intense. Like everybody matches. Like y'all coordinate. We do coordinate. We we
1: try real hard. But as we've gotten way more shirts, everybody has shirts now of different colors. But those shirts are still available. They've been selling pretty well. So this is our first run. Um, our friend Jessica DeNardo with Soft Plunge Pinball. We'll put a link in the show notes. You can order those shirts directly from her. And as we said in an earlier episode the whole supply chain is women it was designed by a woman our friend regina morales it's been screen printed uh, the screen printing business is female owned and operated it is being sold by jess um through soft plunge pinball and then also it's representing us a podcast about women in pinball i'm like it's all ladies all the time ladies 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 it's ladies it's come full circle it is, and it's great. And please, if you're interested, buy a shirt. Um, we we love seeing you guys in shirts, and you know, if we see you at an event and you're wearing a shirt, you're gonna get not only a hug and a probably a selfie, but also some swag. We we normally have swag
2: while well, supplies last, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so we'll hook you up with something. This year, I need to get swag and then mail it to Expo because it's not gonna fit in my suitcase.
1: Yeah, we probably should start on that now,
2: pretty yeah. soon. So we'll we'll, well, we'll we, talk about like the booth offline. that we can put it at. <laughs>
1: Ah. Uh-huh. all right but so yes, yeah, so shirts um if you're interested in supporting us on patreon you can do that um, we have a patreon link on our website backboxpinballpodcast.com also include a link in the show notes but thank you rebecca this has been a fun 100th episode
2: thank you lauren who would have known that my ridiculous song would have gotten us this far
1: you are parts of my world now
2: Aww. That's so oh isn't that nice that's nice Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. you like the, uh-huh, and that? Oh, uh, I do. I do. I do. You're my Prince Eric. I don't know where I'm going with that, but thank you. That's all right.
1: I'll totally be Prince Eric in this. I was like, you know. you're
2: my Prince Eric. I love you can it. Wear
1: bloomers. You, I will wear bloomers and be Prince Eric and you can be my Ariel. It'll be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> I know what we're doing for Halloween. I know. Right. All right. <laughs> It'll be great. But you know what? Actually, I think I might want to be Sebastian the crab. <gasps> yes. I think that's more my speed. I think that would be
2: really amazing.
1: Because that's my favorite song from The Little Mermaid is Kiss the Girl. So,
2: da-da, Kiss da-da, the girl. girl. Da-da, 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 da-da. Yeah. No. Nope. Can't stop. Can't yeah. stop it. <laughs> now we're going to get sued by Disney. I um, know, right? I'm like, we sang too much. Now we're going to get sued. No. And cut.
1: Um. <laughs> but thank you, everyone. Uh, much more to come. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And like I said earlier, here's to another 100. Here we go. Let's start now. Woohoo! Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Bye. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream
0: themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping!